All power and glory go to God. All greatness is from God. When a hero stumbles, well, the cowards rejoice. Nothing feels better to a coward than to watch a brave guy fall. Got a story that's behind his tricks And every GM got a story that's behind his picks And when you listen, pay attention to the details You can hear the ocean when you listen to the seashells A newborn taught me wisdom that college couldn't And college taught me how to talk more because I wouldn't Words are sharper, they can reshape your disposition Give out love and don't worry about your acquisitions too worried about the conflict that you pension, but your team is too much for you to carry in your own division. Palms is itching, about to run into some money next. Lord made me slow it down, cause I was surely missing steps. You will step into my goals. Man, New Ginobili, can't nobody hold me. I need change like a gentrified neighborhood, but money ain't the only thing that can keep me straight for good. Bread alone is only good for the physical. Better make sure your soul's attached to your backbone. Verses for your vertebrae, chapters for your shoulder blades, books for my mental state, and letters on my dinner plate. You consume by what you consume, and the fumes from social media can mess up your cool. Clickbait on the internet can ruin your food. But depression ain't hashtag mood. I wanna see the moon when I stare up at the constellations to connect the dots. Vision's very clear, make moves, connect the plots. And return all the earnings to my family. Prayers for my health and for my sanity. Yo, 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 we back again, KRSM 98.9, every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. What's going on? We got Sid Lana to the house. What's going on, Sid? Man, chilling, man, chilling. What's going on? Hey, what's what your, what your weekend been looking like? Uh, Let's see. What would I do this past weekend? Um, I worked for sure. Um, right. What should we do? Oh, we had a game night, a family game night, so... uh. What kind of games? What kind of games y'all play? Oh, we played Family Feud, and they got the they got the buzzers too. Yeah, we 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 got about it. We got about it. It's a family. Well, they, they got the buzzers. Yeah, it was a Family Feud. They got every. They got the whole. You got about a whole box set. They got buzzers in there. They got the big the chart and everything. How, uh, how much is that? How much is that? I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But we we played it. We played it. Uh, we played it yesterday. Yo, that joint was mad fun. Uh, yeah, wow. They, what, 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 what joint y'all had to answer? I know y'all had to answer all crazy joint. <laughs> hey, tell, tell, was it like the Steve Harvey version? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, oh, so, so, so one of the questions, one of the questions was, like, I'm trying to think of the number one answers. Um, uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, what, what uh, what's the name of 
uh, an expensive brand uh, 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 for a car? What's the number one answer? What's the name of Spencer? Uh, Porsche? Lamborghini? But that wasn't the number one answer. Number one answer was Mercedes. You know Mm. what I'm saying? Uh, um, right, it had stuff like that. I, I, one answer I said is like, what, what 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 would you find on the ocean floor? Things you would find on the ocean floor. I said people people's dying laughing. You, you know you know how like you say something and then like your team was like still clap like it might be something. <laughs> right, Rosa like oh, they said what what things you might find on the ocean floor. I said jewelry. You know, people lose their jewelry all the time. That just should be right. Yeah, 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 yeah. no doubt. They thought that joke was up. <laughs> I, I, I was about to say a dead body. I was about to say that. <laughs> well, it was, it was what trash had to be number one, right? No, sand is number one. Oh, and then number two, trash, right? No, it wasn't even trash. It was like seaweed shells, um, mm. uh, some other stuff. What's, tra- like what's, tra- what's, tra- what's trash even up there? Trash one up there. What? Yeah, trash one up there. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, but it, it was yeah. fun though. It was fun. Yeah, that, that that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this weekend, my son had, uh, um, we had a, um, we actually had, actually had my son Caden uh, had a game on uh, Saturday. You know, what I mean, it was a, it, it was actually the end of their season. It was like the last game. The, the last game, the parents was playing against the uh, the kids. You know what I mean? The parents playing against the kids. You know. Yeah, and, and look, I thought I was gonna be the only one out there balling, but it was some dads out there balling. Like, like I really think we won. You know, how you supposed to let the kids win. The yeah. kids, <laughs> yeah, we beat these jokers, bro. <laughs> but then the coach told them, the coach told them the day one because they scored the last shot. I had about like six dunks. Hey, what size rim was it on? <laughs> You know the little the little joint like seven the little, foot like, six, like maybe six yeah six six yeah seven foot some junk like that seven foot oh yeah man. you know yeah, yeah um my other son had a game and he had uh first game he had zero but he was just mad he had three games and the first game he had zero he was very uh aggressive offensive you know what I mean and that's what I like to see the uh, second game. The second game he had six points. In this third game he had seven. <clears throat> but but that that's what we, that's what we like to see. You know what I mean? That that aggressive that aggressive offense. Yeah. The first the but, first game every time he tried to go to the hole, they fouled him. You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah, I thought it was yeah. good. Yeah. <clears throat> then I was like, we, we like, like like I gotta get in the gym on Tuesday and then work on some work on some free throws because I want him to be able to like when he go to the hole and he get fouled. To be able to knock that joint down, yeah, they tried to kill him the first game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, like that, that, that one was, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was about to ask the coach to take it out of the game. See, he he don't know. He don't really know how to like shake stuff off. You know what I mean? He he just he just be hurt. You know what I mean? And I was tired screaming at him the whole time. Like 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 shake your leg off. You know what I mean? Like stretch or something. Yeah. But yeah. And and, and what and and. Something happened this week that I think a lot of people been watching. Kanye West new documentary came out this week. Uh, Genius, you know it, it's so crazy. It's so Genius. crazy because 
listen, exactly. But but it, it's so crazy. But I was saying genius the whole time. And then when I when I told my sons, I said, yo, I said, yeah, it's called genius. And he was like, genius. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was what it was going for the whole yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I, 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 I think they spell it the way um, – you know how you know how in the, in the dictionary they always, they always have like the word and how you pronounce it. You know oh, what I'm saying? So okay. that's how you yeah, pronounce yeah. genius is is that is that way? Yeah. Wow. All right. So so you oh you saw before me. What's your what's your take on it? Okay. Well, hold before we get into that. Uh, if you want to find uh the morning show, let's argue with Prince Carlton on Instagram. Is the morning show? Let's argue on Twitter. We are at, uh. And I think our Twitter is I think our Twitter different. We we is 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 at Let's Argue Show on Twitter, right? Because I have yeah, something else written let me, down. Let me let me double let me double check real okay, quick. Okay, so we we we, we are Let's Argue Show. Okay, on Twitter Let's Argue Show. Okay, yeah, we 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 so we switched it. So it's 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 on Twitter is at Let's Argue Show, and on fan base is at Let's Argue Show. So if you want to catch us on any of those um, or, or follow us, make sure you do. If you want to uh, check out our videos, you can subscribe to us on um, YouTube. And also make sure you donate uh, donate to krsmradio.org. Uh, they keep us on, on every Monday morning. So make sure you donate to them. It don't, it don't have to be a huge amount. It could be $5, $10, Yo, but, you know, make sure you make that, donate, that donation. Man, shout out to Carousel, man. I, I know it's kind. I, I know it's kind of. Uh, I know it's tough, man. I, I, I know we. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout easiest. out to Kim. Yeah, we we ain't the easiest to deal with, man. But shout out to Carousel ninety eight point nine, man. Great radio station. Um, and before I get started again, we have an amazing interview coming up with Ja Hansen. He's running for sheriff of Hennepin County. Uh, uh, in, in 2022, uh, this is we had a great interview with him. We're going to be asking about the no knock uh, warrants. We're going to talk about the relationship between black people and police. Uh, we will talk about uh, uh, um, a lot of people don't know what's the difference between the uh, what's the job of a sheriff. You know what I mean? What the sheriff does, and you know what I mean? What a, like a regular cop. You know what I mean? Does you know what I mean? So. We're going to be talking about all that, man. So y'all stay tuned. Uh, John Hansen interview coming up next, coming up very soon in, in, um, uh, in, in the radio show. Y'all stay tuned. All right. So let's see. Uh, what do I think about the uh, Kanye West part one, man? I thought it was uh, I thought it was re- remarkable, man, because it also also this documentary is also about um, uh, Cootie. And and right. and Cootie, Cootie, um, you know he, he he tells a story how he always had a camera, and how he ran into he had this show called Channel Zero, and I remember Channel Zero from back in the day because they're MySpace when I first started looking up Cootie and Chike back in the day, they first MySpace was Channel Zero, you know what I'm right. saying? So uh, um, because uh, um. You know they did his game, bro. MySpace, you showing your age, man? What you about forty three? No, because because I, this this is something else. I hit I hit Cootie up on uh on on MySpace long time ago, and I I told him I was a communications major, and I was like, yo, if you have any uh 
uh, help or you need any interns and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Let me know. And he was like, he, he <coughs> that's was, crazy. Yep. Yeah, he was he, uh, he responded too. He said, "Yo, uh, we're not working on anything like like right now, but as soon as we start working on something else, I'll let you know or whatever." So yeah, yeah. So so I remember from back in the day. But anyway, um, and it shows it shows how he put his career on hold because he knew that documenting Kanye West was going to be a big deal because he knew this guy was going to be a star. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Um, so That's a gamble, bro. That is a, a gamble. gamble. That's a gamble. <clears throat> that's a gamble to lay your stuff down, your career down, mm-hmm. to, to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And so, and, and, and to me, they're also uh, cootie, so 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 a lot of the footage is being used as footage that Cootie took of Kanye West when he was just first starting to get his career started. You know what I'm saying? Let me interrupt you I, real I, quick. Okay, <clears throat> Hold on, I'm on my man. So after the first, oh okay. Anyway, let, let's do the background, the backdrop of it. Okay, it's a trilogy. It's on Netflix right now. Uh, Kanye West Genius, and it, it was on. It was. Um, it's on Netflix right now. Is Act One, and it's called Vision, and it's three. It's three acts, right? It's three acts. It's a trilogy. It's a trilogy. It's a documentary about his his life. You know, what I mean, him growing up. You know, and not, not, I mean, well, <clears throat> it doesn't start when he was. I mean, they do take you a little bit back when they he was. They take you a, back, a little, but yeah, yeah, they take yeah. they, they take you back. Not when he was a little kid, but probably like you know, what I mean, uh, we just started uh, in the industry, <clears throat> and you know. This, I mean, that's amazing footage. I'm gonna tell you this after I finished watching the first one, right? The first uh, act one, I went back. I'm like, man, I gotta play some of his old joint, you know what I mean? So I went back and I watched Through the Wire, and it's so crazy that everything th- on Through the Wire, all of that footage was inside the first the act one, exactly. And, and see, you know see, what I mean? That's so crazy. But see, I, I ain't even real. You know what I mean? But see, I, like, 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 I don't want to spoil it because they're probably going to bring it up because they haven't got to the point where they haven't got to the point where he puts out through the wire yet on on, on this. Uh, right, right, on, on right this absolutely. But but okay, so so the directors of this documentary is Cootie and Chike. Cootie and Chike directed through the wire, but the, what happened was Cootie was the guy with all the footage, and Chike worked at MTV. So it was like Cootie right. brought them all the footage, and then they edited it together, and then they became a, a, a partnership. And then, then they, they, and then they, um, they, they was the first ones that kind of brought back the film guns from from a long time ago, the film guns. Right, so, so right, they, right. So they shot, right. They also shot the, the two words video with Most Def and Freeway, and yeah, they shot that video too. So anyway, j- j- just uh. Make a long story short, my favorite part of the first act was when he went into um when he went into uh uh two it was two parts when he went into uh uh, uh Rockefeller uh, uh records and he was he was going into uh Shaka who 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 worked at Rockefeller and, and Carleen who worked at Rockefeller and he was just going taking the CDs out of their CD player just putting his CD in and, right. and they be on the phone and everything and then he don't even care he just, he just playing it for him you know what I'm saying and then also I like I like when uh when when that tour came to Chicago and they was and everybody who was backstage. At that tour, you had Beyonce, you had Pharrell, that was his first time meeting Pharrell. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yep. Things like that. So I thought that was cool too. 
Yeah. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> um, let, 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 let's switch gears. Talk some a little bit more. Uh, uh, some let's go over some politics. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, a lot of uh, a lot of um, a lot of people, a lot of people, been uh, a lot of Democrats been getting rid of the the the, the, the vaccine mandates. You know what I mean? They be getting what, what do you what do you think is what do you think is behind that, man? I think elections is coming up. I so think you it's think simple. it's about elections? Yeah, right. I think it's simple. I think it's about elections coming up. You know, anytime there's there's an election season, uh, 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 they want people, especially going into the summer <clears throat> and, and 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 going back into the into the fall, they want people to be feeling good about their life. So you're going to see a lot of a lot of mandates uh, dropping off, a lot of mass man- mandates dropping off. I would not be surprised if by uh, 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 by next, but by September there'll be no schools with masks. There'll be no mask mandates or anything like that, or, or vaccine mandates for anything, any businesses. I'm not sure about the federal government, but I do know that they're trying to. Um, a lot of a lot of. Um, Democratic strategists are trying to get uh, Joe Biden to uh, do away with any type of federal mandate for vaccine or mass mandates. Um, so that's what I think you're going to see, man. I, and, and and you know, it is. What, I mean, it, it, that's their play. You know, you no. Know, a lot of this, a lot of the pandemic was political. You know what I'm saying? This is just why we, right. we when we talked in the audio room. On fan base, we, we talked about there's a difference between a virus and a pandemic. A virus mm-hmm. is just something that people can catch, but a pandemic right. is is the way you react to it. So when you start shutting everything down and masking people up and telling people they can't go here or get job, you're creating a pandemic. And I think the pandemic was more political than anything else. Not <laughs> saying that the virus wasn't out there and the virus wasn't real and virus wasn't going around. But what I'm saying is that the reaction to the virus, I think it, it was political. Right. <clears throat> yeah, because I, I even saw uh, Gavin Newsom come out. He unveiled uh, a California's endemic virus policy. You know what I mean? So so he, he he's even on board with it. You know what I mean? But I, I think his endemic got more to do with, with, with it got a lot of Bill Gates in it. You know what I mean? Of like if a virus happens. If a virus happens somewhere, then you you quickly go and try to, you know what I mean, isolate, you know, all of this stuff, you know what I mean? So uh, we talk about that. Y'all stay tuned with us. we got a great interview with Jai Hansen coming up later in the show. KRSM 98.9. Yo, 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 we back again. KRSM 98.9 every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Uh, you, know, you know what? I, I've been thinking, man. I like the I, I like to. Uh, I feel like we could pride ourselves in just. Um, I don't want to say breaking information, but I want to say like just getting people ahead of the game. You feel what I'm saying? We. I, I came up here and told people. I said, "Look, don't even take a COVID test." You feel what I'm saying? Don't even take a COVID test. You know what I mean? So, just a, a, a few, um, last week, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, this past week, CDC admits 
COVID nose swabs ended up in the lab for genomic G. It was a genomic sequencing. I probably pronounced that wrong. I'm from Virginia, man. So when we, when we hit about a certain age, we don't pronounce nothing right. <laughs> Yo, so you know, you know what I mean? So, so, so uh, on Wednesday, the CDC casually admitted uh, via Twitter that the COVID-19 test nose swabs are in um, are in the lab uh, being used for genomic sequencing analysts. The uh, CDC says not to worry because it's only the virus that will be used for genomic sequencing. And millions of Americans were forced to take these tests using nose swabs that were that were processed with a PCR test to have the basic right to work. And these people, these people didn't know. No, you know yeah. what I mean? These people, these people didn't know. I, I told people, you know what I mean? But who knows that this ain't going to China? Who knows it? I, I told people back in the day, I said, yo, all your data, it's been a lot of reports out there because a lot of those PCR tests and everything are made, all those swab tests are made in China. You feel what I'm saying? And a lot of the data goes back to China. You know what I mean? And this was reported by some of your your, your major news networks. You know what I mean? So, um, <clears throat> go ahead. But, but and one of the first times I heard of like this uh, uh, genomic sequency or genome sequency, how you say it, you know. But anyway, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> so somebody, somebody, hey, yeah, if we wrong, somebody correct this man. We <laughs> say this stuff wrong for the next two, three weeks. Um, but but what, what, what I saw, what, what, the first time I heard about it is when they, uh, when they were trying to find the Golden State. Uh, I think it was the Golden State Killer or something like that. I can't think of exactly what it was, but, right? But they they were able to find him by by this method. So what they do, right. what they do is they're trying to get everybody's DNA, as much people DNA in the world, so they can wow. they can look at your DNA and map it, map it to exactly who that person is without having that person's DNA. You see what I'm saying? Well, hold on, but but is that the same? But no, but okay. He, but here's what right. here's the reason why I bring that up is right. because what they're trying to do is get everybody's DNA. So anytime you do ancestry.com, anytime you right. do 23andMe, or anything like that, that DNA is going into a database. Mm. You know what I'm okay. saying? So, 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 so it's not, it's not like, you know, you only get fingerprinted when, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you got, you got to give like, um, consent, you know what I'm saying? But like, right. na- but like now a lot of people are, 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 are taking these DNA tests or taking these swabs or anything that for other reasons and is being taken and put into a, a DNA database to which mm. they can use for whatever they want to use it for. And I don't think people know that or understand that. Do you think you think people would have not done it if they? I think people still would have done it. The way these people acting nowadays, just doing whatever the government say, I think they still would have done it. If, uh, if Fauci would have said, "Hey, it, it won't, it will stay with us, it will stay in, it won't go nowhere," you know what I mean? I believe that they would have, they would have took it. Well, I, 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 well, the thing is. 
I don't think people I don't think people understand like a lot of ramifications for for uh you know what I'm saying, for your DNA being in the database. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, yeah. because at the end of the day, I just feel like it's an invasion of privacy. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Especially you didn't tell nobody. Yeah, you didn't tell nobody. So so, so if, if, if something I'm doing, if I take a test and you're not telling me I'm taking a DNA test, but then, you did, but then you're using the test to put in a DNA database, then, then, then that, that's foul. You know what I'm saying? That's an invasion of privacy. You know what I'm but, saying? But 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 they said okay. But they never said. Did, did they ever say a DNA? They did. They said. Uh, 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 I mean, genomic is, is that the same thing as that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genomic genomic sequencing is uh, uh is DNA. But they they are like it's just for the. They say it's just for the 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 virus. That's what they claim. Well, let's see. Um... The definition of genomic sequencing, uh, a laboratory method that is used to determine the entire genetic makeup of a specific organism or cell type. This method can be used to find changes in areas of the genome. These changes may help scientists understand how specific diseases such as cancer form. Results of genomic sequencing may also be used to diagnose and treat disease. So, I mean, in order you to... See how they, you, see how they, you see how they doing? Yeah, yeah. So a laboratory method that is used to determine the entire genetic makeup of a, of a specific organism or cell type. So in order to, in order to, in order to find the makeup of an entire gen, uh, uh, organism... You probably got to get as many DNA samples as possible. I'm thinking, right? You know what I'm saying. Right. And I think that's what they're trying to do. Now the FBI, yeah. the FBI uses it for another reason. The FBI, right? The FBI want to be able to find out, to find out. So, so you know, you remember back in the day, back in the day, it would be like, um, it would be like uh, 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 a lady, a lady scratched her killer's, her killer's face, and the DNA was under her fingernails. But, but, right, right, right. But there's no DNA. But when they run the DNA through the database, nothing comes up of a person, right? This person right. hasn't given his DNA before, right? Yeah. Now they don't need that person to give his DNA because so many people give their have been given their DNA up freely. They can map all the DNA back to. Who's your family? Who's your family? What area do y'all live in? Where live in? Okay, to what neighborhood was it? And, and, right, right, and map right. it all the way back to the specific person. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. so, so, and that's file too. I mean, like I say. All right, let, 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 let's 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 hop, let's hop around real quick. Okay, Coachella returns. They said no vaccine, no vaccine, no proof of vaccine, no masks. And no test requirements for Coachella, for the, the the return of Coachella. Let me ask you something. Where's Coachella at again? Ain't that in California, right? Yeah, it's in California. So they about to be out there in California with Gavin Newsom out there and not have no, no, none of that stuff. I guess, man. I guess. That's what it say. <clears throat> That's amazing. I, I, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. I guess they're trying to, they're trying to get back to the, uh, the old normal. You know what I mean? And, and it's so crazy because we, we going to, we going to South by Southwest. You know what I mean? And, and I was like, 
I was thinking that South by Southwest would drop everything. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. They would drop because yeah, yeah, they would drop everything too. Because I think uh what do they own? Stage stagecoach or something like that? Stage it, it, it's at Coachella and Stagecoach. Hmm. I, I wonder I, I, mean, I wonder what it's t- Let me yeah, look it, it up like, right now. Try to see. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is it Coachella and Stagecoach? Uh um Going to return with no no vaccine, no vaccine mask or test requirements. Did you see what you found it? Uh, put Coachella in and stage. Yeah, okay, stage coach music festival in uh, and yeah, Indio, California. Yeah, so I guess it's another. It's just another um, another festival. It, it, it has the same words. Oh, 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 okay. I see what it is. Stagecoach's country. Oh, it's country. Okay. Yeah, Stagecoach's country. Yeah, because I see. Uh, okay, yeah. I see Carrie Under- Underwood and uh, <coughs> uh, um, Thomas Rhett and Brandy Carlisle and, and, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, but no, no, but no. They got well. They got Smokey Robinson. They got Smokey Robinson up there. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah. So, but but it, it looks like it, it looks like it's primarily kind of country ish. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. <laughs> All right. We want to see. We skipping around. All right. So it, it's still early in the morning. We still it's still early in the morning right now. Um, if it's not out now, we don't know yet. If it's not not out now, or possibly it's supposed to drop today. Donald Trump's social media, Truth Social. Is supposed to drop today. Are you? What's your predictions? What's your predictions of Truth Truth Social? Because I've been seeing a lot of people. You know, what I mean, uh, Bryson Gray, he got a uh, he, he he was beta testing. Uh, it, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that's been beta testing. And they've been showing like their first posts. You know what I mean? They've been showing their first posts. So. I mean, I mean, I I, I want to check it out and see how good, you know what I'm saying, see how good it is. You know what I mean? I, I definitely want to do that, but but man, I, I'm I, I'm invested in I'm invested in the fan base, man. To be honest with you, you know what I'm saying? But 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 I mean, <coughs> I, I I guess would, I would like it to be similar to Twitter. If it's similar to Twitter, then it's like I could I could actually substitute Twitter out. And use this, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's what it, I'm it, hoping is more like Twitter. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, it's is is more. It, it is. It, it, it's it's kind of like Twitter. It's kind of like Twitter, and like I, I want to say Twitter and Facebook. You know what I mean? I, I want to say like Twitter and Facebook, but it's more. It's more on the uh, the Twitter level. You know what I mean? I, I'm gonna I'm show you. Look. Yeah, yeah. That, it look like that's Twitter. all. Yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, so you, so so is, is you, is you gonna get on it? I get on it. Yeah, I get on it, man. I, 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 I get, man. I get. On, I've probably been on everything except TikTok because that's a, um, that's, that's a yeah, security breach. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's so it's so crazy because that is it, it's like it's like from what I heard, it's just worse than Facebook as far as the privacy and it's is and it's foreign. You know what I mean? It is. It, the Chinese own that. You but, feel but, what I'm saying? You know what I heard they do? I heard that, and then after we say this, I want to get into Kim Potter. But, right. but, but uh, I heard that in America, 
on uh, the TikTok uh, owners or whatever, or whoever creates the algorithm in America, they put a lot of like, um, like, 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 I'm gonna say negative things to the forefront. You know what I'm saying? So like, when you go on TikTok, you know what I'm saying? The algorithm, you're gonna hit more twerking. You're gonna hit more like. You know what I'm saying? Silly stuff, you know, right, right, stuff right, like right. that. But then, if you use TikTok in China or whatever, a lot of stuff that's positive, like go, like people going to school, people reading, like achievements. You know what I'm saying? Engineering, th- things like that, are more pushed to the forefront of the algorithm. You know wow. what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. That's a part. That's a part of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. All right, all right, look, 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 wait, I'm gonna let you take this to uh, Kim Porter. Okay, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and read, read this real quick. So Kim, Kim Potter, uh, uh, she was the uh, the cop that uh, killed. Uh, excuse uh, me, excuse me, what? excuse me. I called her. I said Kim Porter. No, no, yeah, you said Kim. I mean, you know, how, yeah, Kim Potter. Um, right. Uh, she killed Dante Wright. I remember this was big because uh, it was. I think. I think she. I think she killed him during George Floyd's trial, and right. uh, and um, you know, in, in this uh, in this case, she said that she meant to use her taser, but she used her gun, and so uh, right. she had already been found guilty of manslaughter, and so they went to sentencing, and the prosecution was asking for about seven years, and I guess the norm, the norm would be like five years. But the judge, the, the the judge ended up giving her sixteen months in jail, which is a little over a year, and then another eight months and supervised release. Supervised release could be a, a myriad of different things, but it's probably going to be her at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, uh, but um, so it says Kim Potter didn't use her knee to pin down a person for nine and a half minutes. Judge said the judge says in sentencing, the judge presiding over Kim Potter's manslaughter trial justified the former policewoman's two year sentence Friday by comparing the case to two other local police killings. One of them was George Floyd's. Um, she called the mm. case highly unusual. Uh, um, and uh, uh, this is not a cop found guilty of murder for using his knee to pin down a person. For nine and a half right. minutes, uh, um, and then also uh, she also referenced Muhammad Noor, the you know the black cop who killed the white lady. Um, right. The jury found Noor guilty of manslaughter after he shot across the driver's seat of his squad car in 2017. Um, uh, uh, and then the judge said, "This is not a cop found guilty of manslaughter for intentionally drawing." his firearm and shooting across his partner, killing the unarmed woman who approached his vehicle. So she then, so she justified, uh, she, she justified her sentencing of a year and four months in jail for killing, for being found guilty for killing a young, uh, a young man. Um, I think it's egregious. I, 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 I think it's disrespectful. Um, and I think it's the same old, same old. You know what I'm saying? And I told people all the time, it's very easy to come out and be like, Derek Chauvin should be found guilty, or Derek Chauvin's a bad guy, or Derek Chauvin should go to jail. That's easy to say. Right. But what about these other cases? You know what I'm saying? 
and it looks like they going back to the same old ball game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, um. So, uh, I mean, I would think if you take somebody life, if you take somebody life, you you just like it needs to be a standard. Like, like if you if you take somebody's life, whether you did if you if it was a mistake or not. You gotta you you gotta spend more you gotta spend a little bit more time in jail. Uh, you know what I mean? You you just got to. You know what I mean? You gotta spend more time in jail. You know what I mean? It's just the nature of what should happen. You feel what I'm saying? Like, or I mean, the family the family has they talked about the family getting any type of settlement? Uh, they haven't, but I'm pretty sure they will. You know what I'm saying? Pretty sure they yeah. will. I'm pretty sure that that's coming up pretty soon. But um. Uh, but uh, the mother of Dante Wright said that when she was reading her letter, you know how she read a letter to try to um, to, to get right. some certain citizenship, uh, the judge wasn't moved. But then when Kim Potter was taught, I mean, when she was giving out the sentence uh, to uh, to Kim Potter and she was defending Kim Potter, she was crying. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I put it to you like this: in regular life. If I shoot somebody by accident and I kill them, I'm doing more than a year. I'm doing more than a year in, in a few months in jail. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm <laughs> Absolutely. Saying? I am. Yeah. So um, I, I, I I I feel um uh I feel that it, it it has to be some type of uh it has to be some type of um. We got it. Got to be some type of mandatory, man. Like, like if you mistakenly kill somebody, if they die, you have to at least. I'm. Oh, okay, okay. Let me ask you something. If somebody made a mistake and killed somebody, let, let, let me say, if you were in charge, if you yourself was in charge of mandatory sentencing, mandatory jail time, if somebody mistakenly killed somebody across the board police or not police or not how many years would it be for you mistakenly kill somebody police or not i'm saying it, i'm saying it would have to be at least i'm thinking six years at least i can't do that <clears throat> I, I i couldn't do that i'm talking across the board i'm talking about if you ain't if you not thinking about police if you're not thinking about if you just think about it, an average, an average person, a, a regular person. So, 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 so you, so you saying like, so you saying like, I'm, I'm driving my car and we get into a car accident and the person die, or, or, or are you saying like shooting? Because there's certain like, there's certain, there's certain situations that surround it that kind of, that kind of like makes it something else. You know what I'm saying? And we, we, we way out of time for this, for this block. We way out of time. Yo, yeah, we got, we got a John Hansen interview coming up. We talking no knock. We talking no knock. We talking uh, uh, how can uh, uh, we build with uh, uh, the, the sheriff, sheriffs, and uh, black people? You know what I mean? I, I distrust. Um, we talking all that good stuff, man. Y'all stay tuned. Uh, he's running for the the uh, sheriff of Hennepin County in 2022 this year. And y'all stay tuned. Father, God, kill me. You have the power. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ.
That later made us look foolish But talking about the savior It takes the devil to do this Who could betray the savior of the world They're clueless What color is the skin If the eyes are the bluest What color is the sin If the lies are the truest And who knows our suffering If our cries are the fewest The Lord knows And Lord knows I've been out here battling A bunch of feather ruffling A ton of cage rattling A slew of team huddling And still we fence straddling The prophets keep doubling And so we keep dabbling They told us not to chase Waterfalls, we steady paddling. You ain't taking a dime, regardless of where you traveling. Heaven to hell, around 11 to 12. I was already being groomed to answer the bell of a higher calling. Got me in the street, I gotta get me out Either digest me or it'll chew me up and spit me out The Lord has blessed me, now it's up to me, figure it out Doing devilish impressions, I was entertaining doubt There's a black hand that seems to find its way into our cookie jar Epitomize oppression, that's the way most of these bullies are But the devil's different, one of a kind nemesis Waiting on the payback and they ain't talking to stimulus Got your hopes up, well my sincerest apology Cap this and that, a bunch of young boy terminology I'm sick of idle talk, I know it probably shouldn't bother me They twist the wordplay on your emotion, simple psychology You here for the kingdom of God or your own agenda Pull the rug off from under you just like I'm Peter Clemens So you gotta talk to Sonny You gotta talk to the copper regimes And Tessio and Fat Clemenza We back on KRSM 98.9 every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. We got Jai Hansen in the house. How you doing? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So so one thing we like to do uh, all the time with our guests is have them uh, tell our audience who they are in their own words. Uh, So tell us a little bit about you and tell us about your background and everything. Absolutely. Well, I grew up in Minneapolis. I grew up on the south side of Minneapolis. Uh, uh, went to went to college in Chicago. Uh, so right now, I'm running for Hennepin County Sheriff, right. and and uh, never really wanted to be a police officer. I originally went for business finance. Went to Chicago, kind of saw that community and in the crime that was going on there, and realized I'm not going to have a job where I sit in a cubicle the rest of my right. life. <laughs> and uh, I decided that I wanted to be in law enforcement and kind of help uh, help be part of the solution. Um, 
to bridge that divide on what's going on with with community and uh, policing. Right. And so I, I changed my major, became a communication major, came back to Minnesota, went up to Alexandria, Alexandria Technical College, got my law enforcement certificate up there. Uh, started be uh, my policing career in 2007. I've been a police officer for uh, 15 years. Have, I have a master's from University of St. Thomas in public safety administration. And uh, wow. never thought I was going to get into politics until uh, everything that's going on. And and, uh, and uh, I decided that it's time that we need to figure this out. Right. I, I, absolutely. And uh, like the next question was what made you like want to run, like want to run for Hennepin County Sheriff? Like, like what, what was your, what was the main thing that made you want to do that? Well, I think we've seen in the last uh, five years or so how law enforcement and community has been trending uh, and, and the way it's been trending in my view as the the sea has been getting bigger the divide has been growing and and with that it really became frustrating to me um not only with my friends and people i talked to in the community but even within my own family uh what right. they felt uh policing has become and um i found myself in more conversations where i needed to explain or justify what we as law enforcement were doing. Yep. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm quick to defend the police. I think we have really good law enforcement, but I also am uh, someone who who will uh, call it as I see it. And, right. and if we mess up, we mess up, and we need to own that and move mm. on. So right. you think about May, May 25th, 2020 and how our world changed not only on the local level but international level right. and may 26 right away i you know i went on social media one of the first uh law enforcement officers to do so and and just uh just express my views of how devastating the george floyd uh death was to me not right. only uh, as a police officer, but more so as somebody that grew up three miles away from 38th in Chicago. And right. I had more to lose uh, by not uh, explaining what happened than I did uh, with explaining it. So um, after that, you know, I, I, people were talking to me and, and, and then watching our community burn to the ground. Uh, right. I, you know, to me, that just... <laughs> unacceptable and if you look at history look at look at the 1968 in chicago on the south side and and how that that community has never developed again uh, you know after the riots and, and and look at north minneapolis i mean we're gonna we can dive into all of this stuff but if you look at history you don't let communities burn and expect it to build back better it's just not Absolutely. gonna happen right uh, so so people came to me like my voice and, and really pushed me to, Hey, you should run. We, we don't have a voice uh, that can um, kind of bridge the community and law enforcement. And, and you should really consider this. And I, and I felt now was the time to do that. Right. And it's, it's so crazy because like, I feel like, I feel like most people aren't uh, like against the police. Most people aren't most human beings 
they're not for the defund the police. They're not for that. They just want police to be held accountable when police do things that's wrong, you know? And that's the only thing that, that, that people want. Because most of my encounters with police officers been positive encounters. I had a few encounters that, that weren't so good. You know what I mean? That, 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 that weren't so nice. But it's, most of the police officers are, 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 are great individuals. And I think it's just, I think people get to a point where they don't know how to express themselves. They're just like, okay, this happened too many times. We want to just defund the police, you know? And, and I, I don't think that people really mean that because without police, you have a lawless, <laughs> a lawless situation. Yeah, Prince, I, I don't think the divide is as big as what the media wants to portray. Right. Um, you know, I think when when all the dust settles, we as police officers get into this profession to help people. I think right. the majority do, right? Yep. I mean, obviously you have bad bad people that do become police officers, but I don't, that's not the majority. I know that's not the majority. But right. when you have, you know, you had, uh, what, three people die in the span of two days on, on the north side? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> boy, that that frustrates us from a law enforcement view. Um, just, you know, we, we can't let that happen, especially when it comes to our juveniles. And, right. and uh, we really feel that. So, so we want to be part of the solution. Right. Absolutely. So so uh uh what were your thoughts when you heard that um Sheriff Hutchinson uh um what well actually how did you hear that, how did you hear that Sheriff Hutchinson wasn't gonna run again and what were your thoughts about it? Well I think uh I think that's the right right decision not to run again, uh with everything that's going on. I will say, uh, you know, people are jumping in the race now because of the unfortunate situation that he had. Uh, but I will tell you this. I, I jumped in this race uh, this summer, and I called the sheriff before I jumped in this race, and I told him, look, we have a lot of mutual friends. I have respect for you. However, right. we just have a difference in uh, direction and opinion on how we can get there. And, and um his critical errors happened before his crash. They didn't happen right. because of the crash or, you know, after his crash. So, so his criticals, I'm sorry, his critical errors happened before his crash. Mm. And, and that's why I'm running. Um, um, <clears throat> can you explain to our audience? Cause a lot of times people don't know the difference. Explain to our, uh, 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 our audience. What is exactly the role of the sheriff? And how it differs from a cop, just a uh, yeah, just a regular cop. I'm so happy you asked that question because I think <laughs> a lot of this, a lot of this is just education. Uh, what the sheriff's office can do, and what the t- sheriff's office is tasked with, and the history of the sheriff's office. Um, so the the sheriff's office, uh, by state statute, by law, they are uh, required to handle the water safety. Uh, the courts in the jail. That is state statute. That is what they're tasked with. Now, right. you know, when we talk about reimagined policing, my way of reimagining police is we need to have the sheriff's office have a bigger role 
and how we protect our communities. Right. And if you look look in the South, like look at Florida, for instance, or Nevada or parts of California, their primary primary law enforcement agency for patrolling is the sheriff's office. Mm. They handle everything. Not only do they handle the water patrol courts and jails, they also handle patrol. Now, I'm not saying we as a sheriff's office need to handle patrolling, but what I want to see the sheriff's office do in my vision for that is having more targeted task force that can go out to problem areas, whether that's Mound or whether that's North Minneapolis or Richfield, and help assist those agencies. Uh, That's my goal. And we need to uh, rethink what we can do because the, the reality is we are in the biggest crime wave of the history of our state mm-hmm. and uh, people are dying. Our kids are getting shot. Uh, and you think about the trauma. I mean, we can go into, I have, I have three people on my team that have been personally affected by gun violence. Uh, one guy lost his, his dad 53 years ago when he was eight years old. It, their market store on the north side was held up and his dad was shot. Wow. I, have another, I have another guy that was shot in a drive-by. I have, I have another, another guy that was shot in a drive-by protecting the neighbor kids. Right. Uh, so this is real. This isn't fear-mongering. This is something that we really need to address. And, and to do that, the sheriff's office needs to step up and not just stay in their lane and do what they have been doing for years, which is fine. But we need to take a bigger role and we need to assist Minneapolis. Now, I'm not talking about taking Minneapolis 911 calls. What right. I'm talking about is how can we assist you with these carjackings, these shootings, these homicides, so it's not spreading throughout our whole county. Absolutely. Uh, but, uh, you know, I... Uh... Well, I was doing I was doing work. Some um, we, we have our own business. I have my own like delivery business, and uh, I was doing some deliveries at uh, the Mall of America, and I, I was uh, yeah. in the elevator with some guys, and they were talking about um, going to downtown Minneapolis, and they were I could tell they they were from the suburbs, and they were just they were just like yo. They will never come to downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, if, if, if you look on TV, you read the news, you pay attention to what's going on. You know that the violence is way up in Minneapolis, and 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 you know, as a person who lives in Minneapolis, we just want to see them numbers go down. So what what can you tell voters? Because I think that's that's probably one of the main things that people are going to be voting on for the sheriff, uh, sheriff's office, it's like, what can you tell voters that you will bring or implement that will curb uh, uh, this trend of violence in Minneapolis? Well, to your point about those guys, I think that's resonating throughout our state. People aren't wanting to come to the, the Twin Cities area. And we need our cities to succeed if we want our state to succeed. That's just a reality, right? Uh, we're, we're four years removed from a Super Bowl. We're three years removed from an NCAA Final Four. We will never have the national stage until we can get this crime wave under control. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that's important to think about when we talk about uh, businesses and just our communities thriving. Uh, 
what I would bring to the sheriff's office is not only the task force, the targeted task force, you know, you have, you have 80, 81, I think 81 sworn deputies that are assigned to the jail. Those are deputies that are licensed police officers that can carry guns. They need to be out in a patrol capacity until we can figure this out. So that's, and then we backfill with detention deputies uh, for those positions. But we need to have more of a patrol presence and we need to hold people accountable. Uh, Absolutely. Again, we have, uh, we have a weekend here where Uptown was destroyed yesterday. Businesses were vandalized. Uh, these are people's livings that are again um, being directly impacted by the crime. The people that live in those areas. Yep. We'll talk about the trauma. We'll talk about the victims that live over there. And nobody is helping them. This should not be a regular thing. This should not be acceptable. So what I would do right away is not only try to move the pieces around to stop the bleeding immediately, but then you have somebody in me that will champion for the victims and for the people that don't really have a voice right now. And when we have a county attorney that doesn't enforce the laws that we have on the books, I'll, I'll be vocal as far as, look, law enforcement's doing their part in this, but when we arrest somebody that did 46 carjackings and you have them out in two hours, right. that's not on us, that's right. on you. So yep. remember at the polls who you need to vote for. Absolutely. Is there a concern on your part about policing, police brutality, and the relationship between black, the black community and cops? And how can we make the relationship better between cops and the black community? It takes everybody on that one. I, I will tell you one thing that really uh, motivates me and excites me is when I go to the north side and I talk to some people in, in you know these town halls or or coffee um, meet and greets. They they don't speak too highly of Minneapolis, and I think it's the Minneapolis right. Police Department, and I think it's because of the legacy, the history, right? And some of those some of those scars are too deep where I don't know if it's repairable. Right. However, when I talk about the sheriff's office, there's really no relationship there. Absolutely. With right. the sheriff's office. <laughs> right. So you have uh, an opportunity where we can build this from the ground up and, and we can, we can uh, uh, imagine how we want this to look together. And right. I will tell you, we can we can acknowledge that there's a history of the criminal justice system not being fair to minority communities yeah however that doesn't mean we don't hold people accountable for their crimes mm -hmm. right and you can do both absolutely absolutely but, uh, um because one thing I, I thought about and this is also a lot of times when people are running uh for office is that a lot of times when black people hear like tough on crime or we're going to fight crime a lot of times to us that that that, that what not just sounds like it is often have uh, ha, ha, has meant 
that the police department was going to come into the target the black communities and start locking a lot of black people up for a lot of things that they wouldn't ever go into a white community and do the same thing. Uh, um, um, do do you think about the way that you um um how can I how can I put it not brand what you say, but do you think about some of like these words that sometimes have like a negative connotation to the black community right, yeah. already? Yeah, I get I get so passionate about talking about this because I, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated as a Minneapolis kid that you ride or bike around town and now right. you can't do that. So I have a frustration that sometimes comes out in, in the way I speak. Right. And and I have to get that in check a little bit. But but what I want people to understand and I hope they can and if they go to my website, Jai for Sheriff, um they can see some of the priorities I have, but I'm not speaking, uh, and I try not to speak in a tone of, we're law and order, we're the police, we're gonna come in and we're gonna just boot down doors and, and arrest people. Right. But, but the way I wanna talk is, I, I don't wanna be a bully, but the way I'm talking is, I hurt for these people that are victims. I hurt for these people that have trauma and I'm frustrated that nobody is sticking up for them. Mm-hmm. I had somebody that call, called me not too long ago, and he lives a couple blocks from 38th in Chicago, and he has a 10-year-old daughter. And I just let him talk, and he, he's telling me about the crime. But then it's not about more so the crime. It's about the the anxiety and how his whole family has been victimized where they can't go on a walk with their dog anymore right how, right. how the 10 year old can't hang out outside how he's worried about them getting hassled when she goes to the school bus and he said who's protecting us right you know who who who's who has our backs if i call the police they're not coming to my home because they can't drive through the no-go zone and uh so so that's where i get my passion where you know hey this is not right we need we need law enforcement that will go in there and not be afraid of the drug dealers and the agitators and and say no we we need to protect everyone And for me, that's why I'm running as an independent. I I think, you know, as as you have more candidates on maybe for for this position or as you just watch, I encourage your listeners to really think about the priorities that people are putting forth. And I I encourage them to ask the hard questions as far as are you seeking an endorsement, you know, a political endorsement? I'm running as an independent. And the reason I'm running as an independent is because if we really want to fix this and make our communities safe, you cannot be lockstep with one political party or another. Absolutely. And and I'm leaving money on the table because of that. But at the end of the day, I need to be able to look in the mirror and make sure I'm proud of the way we ran our campaign and and we really are putting people first. Just come in to clean up a little, you know? You know? What's the matter? What's the matter? Is that something on the floor? Carmine, no, no, not here, not here! Not here, Carmine! Come on! You won't be 
Vincenzo didn't even say a single word But the earth shook, at least that's what Frankie heard About to tell on Mikey, but his conscience was disturbed Feeling like the sheep that separated from the herd Jesus will leave the 99 for the sake of one The shepherd's coming, if you watch close you'll see a snake can run The streets is work for the devil trying to take my cousin Plus a couple extras with him, just call it a baker's dozen They in the street, me Ray and said thought we was Crooklyn Dodgers But our cousin just packing green like the Aaron Rodgers the office can be tempting, but just stand your ground. They say let's paint it red after we scan the town. Like Ramo looking for the trains, that's the cleanest. Vincenzo walking court, can't speak a lick of English. His presence was enough to make him reconsider. Satan is clever, is this potpourri or kitty litter? Just trying to make sure I don't want to celebrate too early. You asking about a pawn shop, cause streets are gold and gates are pearly. Jesus didn't say a word, he just took my sentence. And I was skipping class, I didn't know they kept attending. And my report card ain't really nothing stellar But now I take direction from this bestseller Dodging raindrops under his umbrella The only safety hands down like a fortune teller Frankie was bought the foe he only knew to have And he was next in line on Pete Clemenza staff Frankie was bought the foe, forgot about the code They got my soul in the bowl, serving it all a mold Devil was picking up steam, but his momentum slowed Evidence was building and that's when my brother showed I can answer that. His name is Vincenzo Pinter. Is he related to the witness? He is, I believe, his brother. Sir, this man does not understand English. He came at his own expense to aid his brother in his time of trouble. Got me before this committee, you know I'm seeking pity. Misery love company, so who I'm taking with me? That's the attitude the devil want me to possess. Prescription digging in the crates like I was Lord Finesse. Had an awakening, vacant minds they breaking in. Try to walk in my shoes, in my boots you shaking in. Need blinders for this worldview we taking in. They need God to change the sheets who's better by awakening then. Woke up with a sudden case of amnesia. Dismembered my morals and had them backed up in the freezer. Need a 20 second time out to take a breather How many close calls will finally make you a believer Brushes with death, not talking paint strokes Chips will fall where they may, you got some faint hopes Dead to rights, exhibit A, they would have paid to see Jesus kept his mouth closed and on the cross he stayed for me So I don't know what y'all talking about, I renounce Satan I know his henchmen outside, probably watching and waiting Come on all ye who labor and those that's heavy laden They got their hands in my pocket, they think they Gary Payton you won't steal another blessing away from me No matter how they foam at the mouth like the raging sea FBI, Central Intelligence Agency Or Hell's Angels, for that matter, there's no vacancy Nah, not in this, mine. No, not in this house My life was bad cause Jesus didn't open up his mouth He paid the price, yes, my Lord granted me amnesty Like Willie Chi Chi told you, there's some buffers in the family She won in between I 
never knew no Godfather, only Father God. It's warm out here, late December, weather's rather odd. Whether you a mob or just a few, make sure you know your squad. Hands ain't trying to beat ahead, but ready at a single nod. I watch the line, the heart ready to hit a king. Been up more than a few mountainsides, they won't let freedom ring. Liberty bell crack, hell is already jam-packed. If this was flesh and blood, I would try to pay Uncle Sam back. Avenge my uncle, they used him, then they threw him away. But don't repay evil with evil, Yeshua would say. I heard the devil throwing shade and I knew it was gray. More than 50 shades, it's black and white at the end of the day. Clearly written in print, reposition, you split. Hurt yourself, moving demons in and they split in the rent. Oh. I was in the olive oil business with his father. But that was a long time ago, that's all. We have a sworn affidavit. We have it. Your sworn affidavit. Do you deny this confession? And do you realize what will happen as a result of your denial? Look, the FBI guys, they promised me a deal. So I, so I made up a lot of stuff about Michael Corleone, because that's what they wanted. But, but it was all lies. Uh, everything. You know, I kept saying, uh, uh, Michael Corleone did this. And uh, Michael Corleone did that. So I said, uh, yeah, sure. The, the Amir Lot uh, was killed during a no-knock warrant. Should no-knock warrants be outlawed? If not, what, if not, what altercations can be made? Not, uh, uh, not altercation, uh, uh, alterations can be made to make this safer, make that safer. Yeah, the Mr. Lot shooting is, is very tragic. Um, you know, when we talk about reform, we need reform. But I'm, I'm a strong proponent of we need uh, serious, thoughtful reform and not knee-jerk reform. Uh, right. And, and, you know, you oftentimes have an incident and lawmakers right away are quick to say, we're done with that. Right. As far as no-knock warrants, I am, I am comfortable. And I think um, – there's, there's a handful of law enforcement that agree with me on this because I've talked to them, but we need to limit the use of no-knock warrants, drastically limit the use of no-knock warrants. Right. And, and uh, with, especially with certain agencies, if there's an agency that is known for using no-knock warrants on a regular basis, that needs to be reviewed. Right. Now, I think we need to leave that door cracked open to allow no-knock warrants in certain situations for the safety of all involved, not right. just police officers, but but all involved. We need to have that ability to use it on very, um, you know, serious, violent situations. Uh, we need to be able to have that ability to do that. 
but the checks and balances with that. Now, if you want to talk about uh, tactics of the police officers in the mirror lock warrant, I would say this, uh, what the police officers did tactically, um, I don't have a problem with that because that's a split second decision that you have to make when somebody has a gun. However, everything leading up to that, I think that needs to be reviewed as to why the police officers were put in that position in the first place. Right, right. And and that needs absolute review for that. Um, but we need to have it. You, you, you think of Hennepin County, they have the Violent Offender Task Force. Now they're out there arresting bad people on a regular basis. You need to have the ability to have a no-knock. But checks and balances, whether that right now it's signed by one judge. If we need to do something where have a no-knock warrant and needs to be signed off by two judges and a chief mm, right let's do that let's right. do it right. when i think and you said about keeping the door cracked with the no-knock warrants um i, I kind of agree with that because but but like you like I, like you said i think sometimes it it gets used too often i, I can I, yeah. can I can understand if you if, if you're going to get el chapo you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know, a no-knock warrant makes sense. But it's like when you're going into like an apartment building, sometimes it's like you don't know, like like you don't know who's in that apartment. It could have been kids in that apartment. You know what I'm saying? It could have been a kid with a play gun in that apartment. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it really puts law enforcement and people in that uh, apartment or house in a very tight position where they have to make split-second decisions on both sides, and and, and and you know, even if you think about the, uh, the Breonna Taylor case, it, it's, it's almost the same thing. It's just split second decisions: who's wrong, who's right. Everybody's th- everybody's just thinking about defending their lives at, at some point, and not necessarily about you know uh, uh, taking somebody to jail. You know, it, it becomes a life or death situation. Yeah, I have a I have a huge concern about using no knock warrants in multi housing. Uh, complex uh, just for the facts that you just mentioned I, I, there there's too many variables that I would really uh, want to try everything else and have a no-knock warrant the last means if we need to have it but but if that means we need to do surveillance for two days right well, let's right. do surveillance <clears throat> right you know if the, let's get this guy when he needs to you know go out and get something at the store or whatever. We need to figure out what the safest solution is. Um, Absolutely. We can't be quick to just say, all right, let's just boot in the door and get the person unless it's needed. But, but like you said, those need to be drastic uh, uh, incidents that we need it. But, but it also you look at it from the standpoint, I'll just tell you if, if I have a family member that was murdered and I had law enforcement come to me and say, Hey, we we know the, where the guy is, or we think he's here, and we're going to do everything for you and your family to make sure justice is served. Right. I, I'm going to be very thankful about that. Right. And, yeah. and appreciative that law enforcement is taking this serious. Right. So let's keep that door cracked. And and if people want to debate me on that, absolutely, let's have that debate and that dialogue. But that's something that. Um, we can't just take one incident and just make it make it 
the rule now as right. as devastating and sad as the Mr. Locke shooting was. Right. Like I, I, I absolutely agree on that. Like I, I'm, I'm trying to see the only thing, the only thing I, I'm trying to think of is see, I just think it just, like my brother said, it, it just, it, it, when somebody, it almost puts everybody in a horrible situation, you know, because if right. somebody, if, if somebody just came in, bust down your door or my door right now we like yo we don't even know what's going on we got to defend ourselves you know and that's the that, and that's almost like the first thing to think but I, I do i i do like my my thought process is like we need to get rid of this stuff but then i also think that it is also situations where it's warranted also yeah and and, and to that it, it's it's uh understandable to have that we need to get rid of this stuff, right? It's, right. it's understandable to have that thought process. But then I, I would flip it to, we need to have the right people in office that can make Absolutely. those decisions. And, yep. and, and do we trust the interim Minneapolis police chief right now to make those decisions? Do we trust right. the sheriff that uh, has been absent right now um, to make a decision like that. Do we have the trust in our law enforcement leadership to do that? And, and you know, in, in my announcement video, and I truly mean this, I will be there for the good and the bad. I think right. the days of no comments are done. Mm -hmm. And if, if I say, if, if something happens and it's not looking good, I might do a press conference for transparency and say, hey, this happened. Mm, this wow, yep. And it's not good. That's all I have for you right now. And yep. you might want more, but I'm not going to speculate on it. But just know when we know, you're going to know. And I hope I have built that community trust that they will say, Jai's a good dude. Let's give him a chance here and figure it out. But you don't build that relationship in, in times of need. You build that in time, absolutely. you know, when things are going well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, so you said we must reframe the issue of crime. Uh, um, what new ideas need to be focused on when dealing with crime? Well, I have the 30,000-foot view of it, and then I have what we need to do right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how long you want this show to go, but I'll try to keep it, you know, somewhat short. But 30,000-foot view for me is youth. We need to we need to really focus on our youth. And one one thing I want to do is uh, I don't know if you looked, but on, on my uh, website I talk about pop houses, which stand for community oriented policing or community outposts. And what those are, and, and these aren't my ideas. I'm not taking credit for it, but these are ideas that other uh, agencies across the country have implemented. And what they are is you buy houses in low income areas. And what I would want to do is put these houses in walking distance of middle schools and elementary schools and high schools. And you buy these houses for $100,000, let's say $120,000, which is doable. You guys know right. that. And, yep. and you partner with the uh, private sector and you say, hey, give us 50000 for this or give us 25000 or why don't you have your employees come out and help paint it or re-roof it or do the windows and make it a community gathering spot. Right. And we, we have we would have a deputy there after school so kids can go there and have help with homework and have tutors and have 
have other county services there, whether it's mental health, social workers, or public uh, uh, health people there uh, right. that can help kids. Or if you need a kid to go there and learn how to tie a tie. But what, but what, this, what it is, is it's not a big uh, rec center that's, uh, that's an area used for recruiting uh, gangs. Right. Uh, so it's on the lower level. But that my 30,000-foot view with that is you build these relationships when they're young. And you keep them, keep those relationships going. Let's treat, I'm a sports guy. Let's treat it like it's an NCAA football team. And I say, Prince, you take five. Cedric, you take five. And, and you stay, you call those kids every month and build that relationship. And then when they're 18 and they graduate, we say we, as the county, we will pay for your two-year college degree in law enforcement wow. with, with the contract that you give the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office two years. Yeah. And if you stay there, great. If you go to a different agency, great. But but it's a it's a pretty dang good career to be in. Right. And your education is paid for. And that's doable. These are these aren't just dreams that I have. These are things that we have looked into. We can implement. These are cadet programs that other agencies have done. Um, let's pay for their education. Let's get them in the sheriff's office for the career. And these are people that have come up, know the community. And that's one way of fixing that, right? That's absolutely. That's, that's a long-term goal. goal. Yeah. Short-term goal, goal. The fact of the matter is our biggest uh, challenge is going to be uh, recruiting and retention. So you need to have a vocal leader that people want to come and work for. And okay. uh, when when a lot of agencies are going to chiefs that are kind of handcuffing their officers yeah. and not allowing them to do a lot of stuff where, you know, for the first time in my career, I'm seeing officers with five, six, seven years on when that should be the prime of your career. <laughs> right. Leaving agencies just to leave. And it's family decisions with their spouses saying, I don't care what you do, but I don't want you being a police officer anymore. And we'll figure out the money side later. Those right. are huge life choices. So uh, what I would want to do is I would want to explain to the deputies that you have you have an administration that backs you, that supports you, and will champion for you as long as you're doing the right stuff. However, mm -hmm. if you aren't, I'm going to be quick to call you out and get you out of this agency and profession. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that idea of cop houses, by the way. Um, yep. but, uh, yeah, go, go, to, go to my website and check it out. I have it on there. And um, again, it's not my idea. But, you know, one thing that's cool about that is uh, when I when I did a video on it and I said, this is what I want to implement. I had so many businesses call me and said, if you get elected, we're in I, like to the point where uh, somebody on our team said, hey, we have to make sure we don't grow this too fast because we had I think there's a lot of people in the private sector that want to help. They just don't know how to help. Right. And right. this gives them an opportunity to be like, oh, we could we could invest in the community. Right. Absolutely. I, I'm the, I, I'm going to say it right now. If you get elected, hey, man, I'm down with helping out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Um, so uh, we got just uh, two more questions. So uh, Mayor Jacob uh, uh, Fry said cops need to be paid more and fired more. Do you agree with that statement? I agree with the. <laughs> 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 Sorry. 
Hear me out on this. I agree with the with the first part of that statement that we need right. we need officers to get paid more because we're seeing officers leave at a drastic rate. Um, first time I've ever seen them leave like this. Right. With that being said, when you when you tell when you kind of hold that to an officer where you th- you know you anybody right anybody in their profession if you threaten them and say hey you're going to get this however um, you better not mess up or you're out or we're going to be quick to get rid of you that's not a right. really good working environment uh, you know where you where you're kind of looking over your shoulder and like oh man if if somebody in the community doesn't like the way I, I did my job, uh, you know, it, I might be out of a job. That That's not good for mental health of anybody. Right. And that's my point. I think uh, I've been pretty vocal and clear about we will get rid of bad officers, but you don't give them something positive like, hey, we are going to fight for you to have a higher pay. But just know I'm going to fire you when I get a chance. You right, know? Exactly. You can't do that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. So this is the last question. We always give, we always give the last word to our guests. Is there anything that you want to say to our audience before, before you go? Is there any, you could plug any websites and do anything. Yeah. I, you know, thank you for the opportunity to be on tonight. Um, if, if anybody wants to learn more about our campaign, it's Jai, J-A-I, the number four, and then Sheriff. Uh, that's my social media sites, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and then also my website, jai4sheriff.com. And go go there and check out some priorities. Sign up, vol- volunteer, engage. If you have questions for me, I'm very accessible. One of the biggest joys of running has been meeting so many people and having these conversations. And uh, it's really shaped my view on how we need to engage in the community. And then also really be, be involved with politics. We're, we're in a time in our state that we need to figure this out. And we need, this is all hands on deck. And whether you do it and I'm not your candidate, so be it. But I, I, I want people to really be engaged and make uh, the decision they feel is right, not only for them, but their neighbors and, and everybody involved, because this is a crucial point in our country. Absolutely. We, we we appreciate you for coming on. We finally got it done. And we would definitely love to have you back again. Anytime, guys. Yep. Anytime, guys. I appreciate it. Yes. Right, thank, thank you again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yep.